0: Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So see by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. It's all i sent you. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, NASHFM1061.com, ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor is our home base. We're on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Try to get that up about 20 minutes after the program. So, again, if no matter where you are, you'll be able to catch that. At Eric on the Squash on Twitter, Eric Gash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Join the conversation there. Of course, with you each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. And, of course, today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Have you tried it? Man, you should have by now, right? I've been talking about it for a long time. Only got to a March of 2023. Of course, like Midsummer Solstice, like Lunar, uh, before it. Uh, one of the highest-selling limited edition spirits in the super premium premium gin category, and why not? Leslie Gracie, the master distiller, a scientist by trade, went into the lab and came out with Hendrick's Eptunia Gin, notes of coastal freshness, balanced with, again, notes of um, uh, citrus, alluring juniper character. Of course, it's linked in by deep earthly notes of locally sourced seaside uh, botanicals from the uh, coast of Scotland and uh, fresh coastal herbs. It ends up with that unmistakable crisp finish, and you'll love it. Absolutely love it. It's a one-of-a-kind uh, gin. And uh, whether you're making a gin martini or, again, some of maybe your other favorite gin um, cocktails, try Hendrick's Neptunia Gin. It's refreshing. And it's at your favorite spirit store right now. If it's not at your favorite uh, restaurant or bar, demand it. And uh, it would be a great gift uh, for um that person in your life that really either collects spirits, love a good, loves a good spirit, maybe has a nice bar and would like to, you know, uh, put a one of a kind spirit on it. Um, you'll uh, you'll definitely enjoy, Hendrix Virginia Jim. What a weekend it was! What a weekend it was! And of course tonight the Saints take on uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Monday Night Football. We'll get into that, but. Uh, that's going to be down the line here in terms of, again, what we're going to talk about today. Larry Holder from The Athletic will join us at his normal time at 535. And as far as the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, we'll have that guest list for you tomorrow uh, on, on, on the show. So we'll, uh, we'll let you know who's going to be there. But big weekend uh, for Tulane, LSU. Obviously, the Pelicans, again, continue to roll. Uh, you know, Southeastern, unfortunately, had a, had a, had a tough weekend, uh, as did Southern. A lot of championship games. And, again, we were very, very blessed to see, again, so many of the local teams uh, involved in the championship games. And the big one, of course, um, uh, the college football playoffs, the final four. Um, Georgia, one, Michigan, two, TCU, three, uh, Ohio State, four. I've got no problem with the top four. I I really don't. There was a lot of talk that maybe TCU would fall out. That would not have been fair. Um uh, that maybe Alabama supplants Ohio State. Maybe you could have made a case for it. I've got no issue with again the final four at all. not none, none at all. hopefully again, we'll get we'll get um, we'll get two we'll get uh, two good games leading into a national championship. Um, but remember, I've said this all along. this is made for TV. Now when you get to this point, it's not really made for TV, right? You're trying to get to the, to the top four teams, but you know the rankings uh, uh, you know during the during the season are really kind of made for TV to keep you kind of involved and in us talking about it on talk radio. So again, the uh, the final four is set. Uh the Cotton Bowl is set. It's going to have Tulane along with uh going against USC. USC is 11 and 2. Um Tulane 11 and 2. Winners on Saturday all over uh UCF 45 to 28. Uh USC's only lost two games this season, both to Utah in, in the Pac-12 championship game and also, again, earlier in the season. Uh, blown out again when Caleb Williams uh, had his problems with, with injury. But, nevertheless, again, going to be a formidable foe. And the reason why is, ladies and gentlemen, they're just so big up front. I mean, they are. I mean, I've seen a few USC games this year. And, and, and let me say this, and I, and I pulled it up today just to be able to kind of look at it and, and throw this out to you. Uh you look at, at, their, at their offensive line, left tackle, 6'7", 295. Backup is 6'6", 305. Uh, left guard, 6'6", 325. The backup is 6'4", 285. 6'2", 295 for the center. The backup is 6'5", So the right guard, 6'7", 310. So the backup, 6'8", 300, OK? Um, the right tackle, 6'5", 295. Back up six six three hundred. 300. It mean, just goes to tell you, again, the, uh, traditionally, USC has had a huge offensive line, and, and, and it's no different. It's no different this year. Um, so, again, that's something you have to deal with. Also, again, obviously, again, big on the defensive line. Not as big. More, you know, in the range of 270 to 280. Uh, a little bit more quickness. They don't really have a 300-pounder on, on their defensive line, uh, which, again, kind of plays into... Uh, two lanes, um, two lanes uh, uh, you know uh, offensive line having having to deal with with their defensive line but again it's two lanes defensive line that's going to deal with uh, with, with the um, uh, the Trojans offensive line and we'll get more into that as we go forward on the program. but one of the first things I thought about it was man those dudes are those dudes are huge, huge. But congratulations to Tulane. Uh, First of all, they're in the college football playoff poll. They're 16th. They're AP, 18th in the AP, and 17th in the coaches poll. Uh, I told you. (laughs) Uh, Ain't many times I get it right, but I told you. Uh, They got a chance to be able to see UCF again. They were going to beat them. That They were going to be ready for the speed. Now, again, Plumlee being injured obviously, again, helped the Tulane's cause. But Tulane played well. Uh, And and I like (laughs) I saw one headline where it says Tulane uh, escapes UCF. What? 45-28. to They pounded them. Are you kidding me? And I have to tell you, I got a little emotional on Saturday. I really did. Watching Tulane win the American Conference uh, uh, Championship, American Athletic Conference Championship, uh, looking at the fans in the stands, especially the students, okay, who came out and supported this team. You know, I mean, I told you I grew up a Tulane fan. Uh, Grew up Uptown, Webster Magazine. Uh, not that far from, again, Tulane University. Spent a lot of time on Tulane's campus growing up. Was a Tulane water boy in 1974. Uh, you know, my, I had a, my great uncle was was an LSU fan. I mean, bled purple and gold when I was growing up. And, of course, he used to bring us to the LSU spring game. And, um, you know, again, I was here, you know, I'm a Tulane fan, right? I'm a Tulane fan as a kid. And um, it just, it. I mean, again, I, I really got emotional just seeing the the stadium and, and and the and the, the really the the students for the first time that I can remember in such a long time uh, coming out in droves and and really into the game. I mean, I was in the stands in '72 when, when Tulane lost to LSU nine to three, and as a kid, you know, at you know, nineteen and at, at twelve years old, I mean, I was devastated, right? Um, and then, of course, back the next year because that was a, a freak of a of a scheduling quirk, and I don't, I can't remember why. But LSU had to come to New Orleans twice in a row, uh, two two years in a row. And then in 1973, when Tulane beat LSU 14 to nothing, and the fans rushed the field, you know. Again, I happened to be one of those fans back in 1973 when when they were rushing the field, right? And first time I was ever on the on, on the Tulane Stadium turf and. You know, and the, the vibe was just incredible. Well, you know, seeing, again, so many Tulane fans that were so emotional back then. Uh, you know, again, first time in 25 years beating LSU. It was that kind of vibe at and, and Yeoman on Saturday. It just was. I mean, if you want to go back in time, you know, that, you know that's what it was. It was that kind of vibe. Um, you know, I mean, there have been some really good years in, in, in terms of Tulane football. I mean, you go back to, again, you know, they're talking about 1939. They're talking about, again, some of the time, you know, you know when, when – when, uh, uh, Tulane was really playing really good football, but there have been other times. I mean, I just talked about, you know, the 72, 73 seasons, Steve Foley and, and Mark Oliveri, et cetera. You know, again, the Rock Honest years were great. Uh, Vince Gimpson was an LSU killer. I mean, I can remember being, again, at that time, you know, really pulling for LSU. I was up at LSU with my friends. Um, for the uh for the LSU Tulane game Reg, Reg, Reggie Rellinelli uh, r- ran all over them and of course the, you know the, the the week before uh we were throwing oranges on on the field because of Florida State and LSU supposed to go into the Orange Bowl and then the next week here comes Tulane and just and kicks LSU's butt right the 1998 season brought all my kids to to again the USL game uh in the dome which was packed um you know my you know and you know, that 1998 team went undefeated. I mean, you go back to Terrence Jones. He had, there. you know, there were some decent years back then, you know. But this was as much fun this year than I think I've had since I was a kid watching Tulane football, since I was 13, 12, 13, 14 years old. I mean, just amazing. You can talk about the 98 season. That was incredible. But the way they did that this year, coming off again a two-win season and then and then turning it around to a 10-win season and now an 11-win season. It's just an amazing turnaround for this team. And then, again, having to deal with everything they had to deal with early in the week with the possibility of Fritz bolting for Georgia Tech. You know, again, thankfully that was taken care of early in the week and squashed. That it did become an albatross around the neck of this team, you know, worrying about, you know, what's going on now, coach, et cetera. By the way, transfer portal opens up today. So that goes both ways for both Tulane and LSU, right? How Can you hold on to your players for next year? How many players felt like they didn't get playing time, maybe moving on into the portal looking for, again, another another place to go for Tulane? It's been great. Tulane, again, getting a lot of New Orleans kids who maybe, again, went to a big school thinking they were going to uh, be one of the top players on that team and been have been supplanted uh, and and are looking for a way to, to be able to get back and playing Division One football. Uh, and, and they, they could come back to Tulane and do that. And Willie Fritz has done a great job. One of the reasons why Tulane is where it is today, right? I mean, the, the 10 the players that came to the transfer portal with New Orleans ties, most of those, that made a huge difference on this team. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. But it was a, it's a storybook-type ending for the, for the Tulane season as they go into the Cotton Bowl, a New Year's Six Bowl, Again, uh, uh, as, as the champion of the American Athletic Conference, when it when when the conference was at its apex in terms of strength, next year is going to be a different story. Okay, it, it, again, they may fall behind the Sun Belt in terms of uh, of strength, uh, of of conference. You know, we'll see again how this plays out with the newcomers, etc. This shouldn't mean anything to Tulane. I've been talking about it all last week. You know, put money into your athletic program. Uh, make sure that, again, you're getting the facilities that are, that are going to be there so you can be attractive to not just recruits but also those in the transfer portal. You know, hold, uh, make sure you're holding on uh, to Willie Fritz and paying him what he deserves to be paid and and make a commitment to athletics. If this can't tell you after what you saw in, in, in again, Yeoman Stadium on Saturday, then, again, there, there, there's a there, there's a reason to commit to athletics. The spirit, everything that again that, that, that evolved around that, from alumni to again the students, to again just the casual the casual um, uh, onlooker, who again kind of got caught up in it. But you got to give a lot of credit to this team. Two and ten last year, ten and two, and I got to admit, I chuckled a little bit when Nick Anderson said this was going to be an American Con- Athletic Conference champion this year. They going to win the conference. Who wouldn't? They won two games last year. Yes, they were probably better than their record. Uh, Hurricane Ida had something to do with it, no doubt about it, when we look back at it. But, I mean, to to, to say that and then speak it into existence are two different things. And, and i got to give credit to this team because it, it was a team and still is a team, and a team that, again, is going to go up against a formidable foe in the, in the Cotton Bowl. By the way, Tulane is a one-point favorite today. A one-point favorite. Started as a two-and-a-half-point underdog. And, again, that has flipped totally in terms of Vegas to a one-point favorite now. How good is, is, is Michael Pratt at quarterback? I mean, j- just an amazing all – I mean, you look at his maturation process from the time he got to Tulane to now, and the, the kid has just gotten better. And he's nails, okay? Not much, again, flusters him when it comes to um, uh, Pressure. He's sneaky athletic, and let me tell you something. He's 6'3". He's kind of what you would think would be a prototype pro quarterback, maybe a, maybe an inch uh, smaller. But, again, we've seen guys that are much smaller, Drew Brees, uh, that, 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 have, that have been have gone on to have great careers. Kid's smart. He's got a nice arm. He can run. Okay? I'm not saying he's going to be an NFL starter, but I'm saying he's going to play in the league. 20 of 23, 20 of, 20 of 33, pardon me, 394 yards. Four touchdowns through the air, one interception. I mean, he was amazing. Uh he also, again, ran six times for 48 yards uh, and, and a touchdown. He has been the um, when you look at it, I don't want to say the best player on the field, because the best player on the field for Tulane has been Tajay Spears on the offensive side of the ball. But they would not be where they are with my, not Michael Pratt at quarterback. It's pretty amazing. You know, again, injury, kind of injury prone last year. He's come on and had a, had an incredible season. Not just throwing the football, but running the football as well. Uh, Taji Spears, uh, 22 carries, 199 yards, uh, a touchdown. And let me tell you something. That run, that 60-yard run uh, for a touchdown where he's hurtling the two-lane player who's trying to block for him who had fallen. And maybe I'm dating myself. But go look at some NFL films. The dude looked like Gale Sayers. I mean, smooth. Uh, another gear that you used to see Sayers run with, right? Sayers would would would, would be running with someone, and then all of a sudden he'd put it in another gear, and the Kansas Kansas Comet would be gone. I mean, just uh, amazing. The receiving core. I mean, I can't say enough about the. And look, it, it's it's been a plethora of guys that that have have um. Have contributed. Deuce Watts, three catches, 134 yards, a touchdown. Shea Wyatt, five catches, 110 yards, again two touchdowns. The the, the, one, the longest run of one for a for a, uh, pick, uh, catch for um, Wyatt uh, Watts was 73 yards. Wyatt 63 yards. And I can't say enough about Lawrence Keys, who really has come into his own in, in, in the latter part of the season. His speed is just again it is a game changer. He's another guy with another gear, right? You know, he had two catches for 60 yards. Uh, 43 yards was his long. Uh, just an amazing offensive display uh, by this team. Look, I, I tell you, I loved, I loved uh, uh, Jaquan Jackson. Always have. You know, not just a punt returner, but a guy that, again, underrated as a receiver. I've been talking about Tyreek James for years now. He is going to be playing in the NFL somewhere. He's that good as, as a tight end. But, again, it was a, t- a team effort. You know, Shotty Clayton, uh, Johnson had to come in. He got one carry. Uh, but, but again, you, you felt good when, when Pratt went out because Pratt's got a little bit of a hip pointer. and But, again, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm not, not Pratt, but Spears has a little bit of a hip pointer and was able to even come back and to be able to finish the game. Goes to show you, again, what, what this what it meant for this team. But then the defensive side of the ball. Dorian Williams, ten tackles, eight solo, hit a sack, two tackles for loss. One quarterback, Curry. One pass defense. Are you kidding me? All over the field. Just, again, the spirit of this team. Um, Brooks, as always, in the the defensive backfield. Nine tackles, uh, again, uh, uh, nine of those solo. Uh, Nick Anderson who, again, spoke this, this American Athletic Conference championship into existence and, and, again, was a guy that Michael Pratt talked about that, again, every single meeting, every single day from, again, sweating in the offseason. That's another thing about this team. Remember, this team that came together after two losses, I mean, two wins last, last year and, and worked in the offseason. Gary Smith told us, told us about this, again, in the summertime. These guys, what, 30 20, 30, 20, 30, 25, 30 players out there every single day working out in the, in the New Orleans hot sun with, again, the goal of winning, of winning a championship. And one of the guys that, again, were, were leaders there, not just Michael Pratt, but also Nick Anderson. Eight tackles, two of those solo, a half a sack, half a tackle for loss, one pass defense. The Hodges on the inside was were, was incredible. Making Clark uh machado i mean i go right down the line it's the same list of names we've talked about all season long robinson uh patrick jenkins up front uh young i mean again monroe how well he played on the outside uh you go go all, all you know again this defense has been smothering all season long they don't miss tackles um and and the other thing about it is again the the football iq the football iq you see what happened, what UCF did to them in the first game. And they said to a man last week, we have done the self-scouting. We know what we did wrong. We've gone over it. It's gone over in our head. It still sticks in our craw. And we're going we're to change that. And they did. Swarming, smothering, physical, smart, instinctive, all season long. I mean, the linebacker core, the secondary, I mean, the, uh, the you know, defensive line, this has been one for the ages if you're a Tulane fan. It just has been. And, and the future's bright going forward. This doesn't. This is not – see, the problem with Tulane in the past is it's been a one-off. Okay, you lead up. You got a pretty good program. And, you know, you start again. Um, you know, I go back to, you know, go to Buddy Tiemann's where he redshirted a lot of guys, right? He took the hit. He gets fired. Tommy Bowden comes in and goes undefeated with his team. This is a situation where you can see as long as players stay and they don't head for the NFL, and some will, and rightly so, um, Spears is not going to be back. I mean, he should go to the NFL, and I'll tell you right now, if, if i got one novena that I can say, because I do think the Saints are going to get a first-round pick because I think Peyton is itching to get back into, into the NFL, I, I'm, I'm hoping he could fall to the early second round and the Saints grab him. And you say, wait, they got Alvin Kamara. But wait, this kid is the second coming of Alvin Kamara. And, and maybe, again, if you want to put him in, a, in terms of a gear – because we know Kamara's got that shift. Then he's got that next gear, right? His next gear, Spears' next gear, may be faster than Kamara's. I'd love to see him as an as early second-round pick for the Saints. I'd love it. I'd love it. Just in a long line of, again, great Tulane backs that will go to the NFL and have a great career. This has been one for the ages, though. It really has been. Now American Athletic uh, Conference championships, champions. Uh, they got a birth of the Cotton Bowl. Uh, I mean, just you couldn't tell the story in, in, in any in, any different, and a lot of it is again the perseverance of this of this program, the players in the program, you know, and they're doing it in a year. Once I say, I'll say it again: where you can't the only excuse excuses. next year. Again, you say they, that they got to be at least the, the favorites to be able to, to win the, the conference championship. They did it before the defections to the Big Twelve, and as I said before, put the money into athletics. You see what it does. Saturday night has proven that again. If you put the money into athletics and you build programs, the fans are going to come. I mean, I look for a long time again. uh, Look, Tulane fans, those that again that live in New Orleans, those that again that have died off, I've said it since I've been on the radio for twenty years. Okay, when I was growing up, a lot of Tulane fans still alive. Those Tulane fans are dead, gone, and even again in my lifetime and I've said this over and over again, Tulane has done, done, not done enough to cultivate, a, a, again, a new lineage of fans. Haven't done it. Could have been giving away tickets to, to uh, schools, uh, playgrounds, when they were in the Dome, when it was a cavernous Dome, just to get the kids in the Dome. And I, and I said this back in 1998 as well. 1998, uh, my, my son's playing football over at Carolyn Park in, uh, uh, in, 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 in Araby. And we got a, they come in with a handful of tickets to to the uh, to the uh, to the then USL game, right? And Dad, I want to go. Dad, I want to go. Dad, we want to go. Well, again, the team wanted to go, right? So again, everybody went to the game. And if they could have sustained something like that with those young fans giving those tickets away, they might have more Tulane fans than they have today. But then, again, that's a—that's uh, that's, I guess that's something for another show. The other part of this is. The student body coming out. It's always been said Tulane. So again, uh, the kids are from the northeast. They don't really care. Uh, they're more worried about what's going on with the, with, the, with again their academics because it's so hard to to, to again to uh, make it work at Tulane. And even when they're when they're involved, they're going to be at the boot by the second quarter. It's over. They're walking out. That wasn't like that on Saturday. Student body was in it. They they rushed the field. I got to tell you, I was emotional watching those kids rush the field. Uh, just just an amazing amazing year. Congratulations to Tulane, Willie Fritz, uh, Troy Dannon Keep it going, Troy Dannon That's on you, man. This is on you now. If you're a Tulane fan, you should be demanding the facilities, demanding more money for the for the um, uh, athletic department, and, and to be able to see this happen each and every year with all sports. Tulane baseball should always be on top. Okay, Tulane. It's not hard to put a basketball team together that can compete, and they got a good good coach in Ron Hunter. And, of course, we're seeing, when, again, what Willie Fritz has done for, for the athletic program when it comes to football. All right. Now, again, it's the, it, again it's the Cotton Bowl. And, and, and it's a New Year's Six Bowl. Um, and, man, that is just incredible. But I will say this again. Caleb Williams is, if he's healed, is going to be a handful. This, for the physicality and the size of USC, you don't see that in the American Athletic Conference. The closest maybe you got to SEC-type players was the team you just saw with UCF. Malzone goes out and gets former uh, SEC players. Look, it helped a lot that Plumlee was injured. I'm not going to say it did. The hamstring obviously slowed him down. I give him a lot of credit. He has he has got he got a tremendous amount of guts uh, to to be able to um, uh, to go out and to be able to play like uh, with, with injured. You know, Bowser is a is a is a handful as he always has been. But still, Tulane prevailed. I think they would have prevailed even if they they would have been healthy, to be honest with you. I just felt that way really since the first loss. This coaching staff's got a few weeks to prepare now to come up with a game plan on both sides of the ball to attack the weakness of the Trojans. Take a look at the Utah film. They have their number. No matter what happens in the Cotton Bowl, though, ladies and gentlemen, this is a year for the ages. And, again, I'll say it again, hopefully the beginning of a commitment to athletics for Tulane. It's got to come from the administration, the alumni, okay? They, they saw the crowds, okay? They saw the student body start to show up for all these athletic events. And they, they have to do it again. That's because the team's winning. Show up. Be there, okay? You know, there's, there's a joy to to, again, college athletics. There really is, okay? So, again, what that brings to a university, what it brings to a student body when they participate, I got to tell you right now, it's something I never thought I'd see in my lifetime the team spirit, and the support we saw at Yomit on Saturday night. Not just from the alumni, not just from those diehards like my good friend Jimmy Heimel, his family, which have been lifelong Tulane fans. Uh, my buddy Jeremy, again, who, again, is a lifelong Tulane fan. Uh, and, again, they, they bleed olive green and blue. Uh, you know, uh, but, again, just to see that, that, that still stands filled and the love between just the fan base, the students, and this team. And what they've done, um, and uh, I want more. <laughs> I can't wait un- un- until uh, until New Year's Day. Um, the only drawback there is again, once again, LSU Tulane will be playing the bay- uh, both at noon on, on what is it on January second, um, and uh, so we'll, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later on uh, when we go forward. But they'll both be playing at the same time as usual. All right, let's take a break here. When I come back, I'm going to talk a little about LSU. Uh, we'll also get to the Saints at some point. And look what about the Pels. The Pels are on fire. Uh, if you have not watched the Pelicans in the last two to three weeks, you have not coming seen the coming of age of Zion Williamson. And you better get to a TV. You better get to the arena because the kid is playing basketball, and he's playing great basketball. You know, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones out the last two two games. Uh, this is going to be a kind of a weird stretch for the, uh, for the Pels because – They'll play Phoenix twice this week. Then they go on the road, and they'll play Utah twice. And then that's on the road, right, at, at Utah. And then they'll play Phoenix once again on the road, on, on that road swing uh, that they're going to be on next week. So it's kind of a quirk in the schedule. But the, the quirk in the schedule means if they win, they'll be number one in the Western Conference. Right now they're, they're in the second second place, just behind Phoenix. One game behind Phoenix. They lead the Southwest Division uh, by one game over Memphis. Pels are playing some ball right now. We'll get into that as well. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about Hendrix Deptunia Gin. It's our our title sponsor for our uh, uh, Monday show, part of the portfolio of William Grant. If you're giving a gift this holiday season and you have someone in your life, worker, co-worker, uh, family member, friend, and you know that, again, they appreciate a fine spirit. Uh, they're a collector of spirits uh, turn them on to Henriks Neptune gin uh, it's at your favorite spirit in the store right now it's got a great price point for you uh, again it's uh it's a, it's the super premium gin category it's a one-of-a-kind Henriks gin you'll never see anything like it once it's gone Leslie Gracie is a is a a scientist by trade, she goes into the lab and she creates these um, these spirits for Hendrix Gin. Midsummer Solstice, Lunar, both, again, were uh, still the highest-selling uh, gins in the in the history of the Subia Premium Gin category, and it's no different from Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Hendrix Neptunia Gin now available at your favorite spirit store, demanded a favorite restaurant or bar, only around till March of 2023, so it will be a collector's item. That's Hendrix Neptunia Gin. And also, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. And, you know, even over the weekend with everything that was going on, Burkhart was out there working. They, they were, again. Fifteen trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company you can trust. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, it doesn't matter where you live. They, those Nate certified technicians will only do the work that's necessary. never gouge you, never cheat you. And, of course, again, that 30-minute courtesy call is now a standard in the industry. Started by my friends at Burkhart. Uh, again, Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home or business. Uh, they are authorized to service it. And, of course, if you're in the market for a new system, do not sign that contract with any other company. To at least let Burkhardt give you a price. A company I've trusted for over three decades, that's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Henry's Deptunia Jen. We'll be right back. <laughs> New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon.
1: This report is sponsored by Macy's. It's Macy's Friends and Family Sale with incredible deals on great gift ideas for the holidays. Save an extra 30% off with your coupon or Macy's card, and take 15% off fragrances and skincare too. Going on now at Macy's. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices,
2: exclusions apply. Look out for delays heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City connection with delays solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also, if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, look out for backups from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. 10 eastbound your delays are steady from just past City Park to the High Rise. 10 westbound delays are steady from St. Bernard to Canal and then delays pick back up. 10 westbound from just past Bonnable to the Airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, it delays a solid right at Canal Boulevard, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Look out for accidents Elysian Fields at Saint Claude, also Holiday Drive at General De Gaulle, also Airline at Monroe, Franklin Avenue at North Claiborne, also Banks at South Norman, C. Francis, and Hickory at Short Street and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson, broadcasting from the attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center.
3: Traffic is
1: brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com.
0: So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family.
3: Just one pill each morning and no heartburn all day. My holiday hero.
1: Prilosec OTC. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Don't forget about Dave Mead Insurance. Full service, independent insurance agency since 1958. My man Dave, (laughs) Man, he's a hard worker. I mean, he works for his customers. I got to tell you right now, um, not only, again, when, it, when it's coming after disaster where you really need him, but even before, you know, again, uh, sitting down with you, going through your portfolio, finding the best uh, insurance for you, uh, especially, again, if you're, you're a contractor or, or, again, you're a business owner. Auto, health, home, life, health, business, commercial policies, uh, business policies, you name it. And then, of course, for the homeowner. Uh, for you, again, uh, when you're looking for life insurance, etc., et East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and the River Parishes, of course, where, again, the Dave Miette uh, Insurance uh, uh, Agency was born. Um, they're your one-stop shop when it comes to insurance. And the, the attention to detail is second to none. Uh, Dave has been, uh, again, I've had a lot of insurance agents in my life, but I've never had someone who's been more hands-on than Dave Miet. Uh, 504-556-0809, dot agencycom You want to save, call Dave. You want an insurance agent that, again, is, is got you before and after the sale. Just not just taking your money and then you never hear from him again. Dave, me at insurance, especially if you're a contractor or business owner because you need, when you pick up the phone, when you call, you need to speak to your agent, okay? You don't need to be put on hold. We'll get back to you whenever we can. We're trying. We, we, we're we going to get that insurance certificate to you know you need it right away. That's what Dave Miette prided itself on. Not just the knowledge of, again, uh, the insurance uh, uh, business, but also, again, the service. Second to none. Dave Miette Insurance. Highly recommend him. Five five six zero eight zero nine. 0809. You want to save? Call Dave. All right. Uh, today's program brought to you by Henry's Jim Gin, Part of the, again, portfolio of William Grant. Incredible portfolio. Henry's Jim, Malago Tequila, Reiko Vodka, Hottest spirits on the market. Don't forget also, again, about. Uh, uh, Glenfiddich Scotts Whiskey, the Balvenie Scotts Whiskey, uh, Grants Splendid Scotts Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, all award-winning Scotches. Tullamar is the second largest-selling Irish whiskey in all the world. Uh, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, also, don't forget about uh, uh, Sailor Jerry Rum and, and Florida County Nicaraguan Rum as part of the Rum Portfolio, and every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana, post those proceeds to go to the God Foundation, www.godouttroops.org, taking care of Louisiana veterans, Louisiana active military members and their family the uh, great portfolio of spirits and so proud to have them as again our Friday sponsor by the way Friday we will be preempted by high school football you go, you know where you got to go when you when you're looking for high school football Ken Trahan, the group over Cresodysports.com and of course our our, our our colleagues here at 106.1 uh, they're going to have it wall-to wall for you with the again state championships over the weekend starting on friday so I'll be preempted Georgia 50 lSU 30. Uh, that little, you know, trick play for the two-pointer that Kirby Smart pulled. Um, you know what? Tuck that one back in your memory bank because I'm sure Brian Kelly will. One day, very soon, LSU will be right there with Georgia. Georgia's a team full of five stars. LSU's a team that, again, again had 39 scholarship players to start the season. Tuck that one in your memory bank, ladies and gentlemen. LSU, again, 50. LSU uh, Georgia 50, LSU 30. LSU finishes the season 9-4, and four, loses of their last two. It is what it is. College football playoff pool 17, AP 16, coaches 15. They're in the Citrus Bowl. I know a lot of Tulane fans, I'm mean, part of LSU fans, not excited about going to Florida and Disney World. Be excited this time around. These kids need your your support, what they were able to do this year. The better days are coming, but it's been a great season. No one thought this team would do what they were able to do this season. They'll take on Purdue, who's 8-5. They won the Big Ten West. Uh, They they were 6-3 within the conference. Purdue right now is unranked. But support these guys when they go to – I don't want to hear, oh, it's Orlando. You know, we've been to Orlando before. You're going to have to take on a Big Ten team. Go to Orlando. Enjoy Disney World. Enjoy Florida. But more importantly, again, support this team. Travel. Look, once Jaden Daniels was ineffective running the running the ball by, by, by again, halftime, uh, you knew it was going to be a tough day for LSU, okay? With all that said, look, things turn the right way in the first quarter. This is a game. And they're going to give Georgia everything they can handle. The block field goal. And once again, the team did not realize there was a live ball. Look, that's, that, that is on polian he has had a tough season in terms of, again, the special teams coach. The weak link for this team all year long has been special teams. And, uh, and I'm not here to say that, that Kelly's got to fire Polian, but you got to believe that Kelly's going to be no-nonsense at the end of this season. And, and Polian, again, sounded great on paper, but didn't get the job done. Didn't get the job done. Didn't get the job done. So I expect, again, some changes there, and rightly so. I mean, how do you not know that's a live ball there? How does someone on that on that? How, how are they not screaming it from the sidelines? Number one, but how much somebody not on that kickoff team on that? Oh, I'm sorry, that that field goal team? Not no, that's a live ball there. It was it was a turning point. There's no doubt. But you were right there in the game. And then of course the again the unfortunate um, um, interception that again bounced off the helmet of, of Jack Besh. I mean, just those two killer plays early put LSU behind the eight ball. Okay. They were ever, never really able to mount a comeback. And then when, Jay, you know, I give Jaden Daniels a tremendous amount of credit. He tried to gut it out, right, for his team. But he just didn't have the mobility. And if he didn't have the mobility, he's just, again, he's he's just not the player, even though, again, he was throwing the ball fairly well, uh, that can get it done. Give a lot of credit to Nussmeier. The the gunslinger tag, he's got it. He may, you know, say, I'm not a gunslinger. No, no, he's a gunslinger. Uh, he came out and threw the ball over the yard. I mean, making plays. Uh, and again, uh, just gave this team some life, you know, when you really thought they were down. But Georgia was just too good on Saturday. It is what it is, okay. When when you're when you're in a foundation year against a, a team that again now has what is it, three, four, five years of, of again top three recruit, Rudy classes, all the five star, pardon me, all the five stars that they have, not just again starting but coming off the bench. You kidding me? But the future's bright, okay. Futures bright, and then being the SEC championship at this point in the foundation-building period for Brian Kelly and LSU. Come on, I mean the remarkable turnaround from last year. I mean they didn't have enough scholarship players on this team. It started with 39. Other teams are reloading. They're, they're not. You know they, they. You know you could see it when, especially when you got against the really good teams in the SEC, where they went for depth and you couldn't. You couldn't match their depth. You just couldn't match it. We all know the deal, again, about how this team was turned around with, again, the transfer portal and the 39 scholarship players in this 2022 class. But they got to the SEC championship game. There's, there's nothing to be down about. I am proud of this LSU team. I really am. This experience is only going to help them going forward. Period. The end, I'm not going to sit here and be upset about the loss to Texas A&M, even though, again, I thought that, is, that, that, was a, that was a killer for them, right? It's a learning experience for this team. And so was this against Georgia. You got to the SEC Championship. You know what it's about now. You got some kids that got experience now with an SEC Championship, and hopefully they won it again, even though they got thrashed. Now they take on Purdue in the Citrus Bowl. Uh, This bowl needs to be celebrated because this team needs to be celebrated because it's the beginning of a national championship run for the LSU Tigers. It's only a matter of time before Brian Kelly has his team in the college football playoffs year after year competing for a championship. And you say, well, how do you you base that on? I base that on what I saw this year. Okay, what I saw this year. This this, this, this program was was in ashes. And just a short period of time what Kelly has been able to do. So... I'm not going to be down on the Tigers here. I'm not. I'm hoping they go into the Citrus Bowl. They kick Purdue's ass. Sorry, Eric Richie, my good friend. And then they're ready to go for next year. Transfer portal is open now. A lot of players looking at what's going on with LSU. A lot of players at LSU looking around saying, am I going to get some playing time here and maybe looking elsewhere? It's a tough time now for coaches. I'm telling you right now. So, So I talked about Tulane last week. Got to put the money in the facilities. Got to put the money into the athletic program. Got to have an indoor facility. Got to have a, again a a a a, uh, uh, a a facility where again the players have a weight room and they have the amenities that are, that other big schools have. Because you don't, it's an arms race. You're going to fall behind. LSU has all that, and they have a coach who is a championship builder. Everywhere he's gone. Now I'm I'm, I'm bullish on this LSU team. What a great weekend for Tulane what a great, what a great year for Tulane, LSU, Southern, and Southeastern. Southeastern again, FCS playoffs against Sanford. Uh, where they had six touchdowns. They they fumble in overtime, uh, going for the touchdown, and, and of course they 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 lose in a heartbreaker. You know, Southern. Look, Jackson State was a juggernaut. Okay, Deion Sanders down with the, the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. Uh, so I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, give Southeastern again a tip of the cap too. Again, the you know it just they they ran into a bus saw, um, but it is what it is. You know again, uh, Sanford beat two uh, beat South Southeastern overtime, and of course Jackson State beat Southern in the SWAC championship. So uh, tip of the cap there uh, for for again those teams uh, again for for competing and getting into a championship game. Uh, in the case of Southeastern, moving on uh, for the first time to the second round of the playoffs. I am hoping to get to the third round but didn't didn't do it all right we're gonna when we we're gonna take a break we come back we'll wrap up hour number one hour number two we're gonna talk about the saints getting ready to take on Tampa. I don't know what to think ladies and gentlemen i mean again well, you know part of me says i know that again that this saints team has the ability to beat um uh Tampa we've uh we've seen them uh defensively. Uh, be able to affect Tom Brady in the pocket, especially from the interior, the defensive line, and make him really put the recipe for success on how do you beat Tom Brady. This goes back to again when you know when when they were in the dome when the when the Saints were making their Super Bowl run, right? Uh, and he was with New England, uh, you know, and we so they've got that offensively, inability to be able to score, especially in the red zone. Look, this is a pretty good defensive team that that. Um, um, Tampa has. And then on the flip side, you know, th- their linebacking core, when, when, when healthy, one of the best cores in the league. And look, Devin White matches Alvin Kamara in terms of speed. Kamara has a tough time playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because he's matched up against a guy that was an ex-running back in high school, could have played running back at LSU if he wasn't so great at, 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 the, at the linebacker position. And again, he can match Kamara, for, for, again, speed for speed. So we'll see again how that plays out. They need him to be a weapon tonight. But the Saints, with everything said, ladies and gentlemen, are a game and a half out of first place. With five games left, three in the division. So we'll pick that up in hour number two. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. If you're looking for a generator for your home or your business, uh, I need you to think Burkhardt. First of all, again, um, uh, They'll get they'll come come to your home or your business, sit down with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator, uh, and put you on the counter for a single day install if you guys come to an agreement. You can finance it over time with low monthly notes. That new install quality check is after one month. Then the service, 24/7, 365 uh, service uh, on, on on emergency service for you, but also again maintaining that generator for you year round. And then Berkshire takes care of everything for you. Permits, uh, planning, inspections, you name it, they got you covered. Even, again, knowing the code and putting the generator where it needs to be. It'll increase your property value and, of course, the peace of mind of knowing that, again, when the power goes out, your power will stay on with a Generac generator. And Right now, you can save $1,750 with a free 10-year warranty to the end of this year on a Generac generator. Burkhardt has a Generac generator for your home and business right now. Contact them, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening. To Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Next Hendrix Deptunia Gin. We'll be right back. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So see you by calling Burkard today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. That's all American sent you. Suburban Roofing and Siding, eight six one roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only six percent of roofing contractors nationwide certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest, and reliable, and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing's skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at eight six one roof. That's eight six one seven six Six, three. This is Josh Danzig with Where you At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. This Saturday get on your best holiday themed costume and head to Manning's and the Metro for the return of The Running of the Santas with live music and more. Then don't let the weekend end on Sunday. Join us on Monday, December 12th at The Chop Yard at 6 p.m. for the finals party of the absolute Bloody Mary mix-off with complimentary drink samples, food, and more. For more ideas on what to do this holiday season, pick up Wariat's new Winter Restaurant Guide at restaurants, bars, and grocery stores all over town, or read it now at Weryat.com.
3: Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
0: All right, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming up. Larry Holden will join us at 5.35. We'll talk Saints and Pels in this hour. Congratulations to Tulane. Congratulations to LSU. Also, again, the Southeastern Southern, uh, great seasons. LSU and Tulane season roll on. And, of course, uh, we'll talk about Pels and Saints uh, in the second hour. Today's program brought to you by Henry's Deptunia Gin. Reach for Henry's Deptunia Gin. Limited edition spirit on, your, on the shelves at your favorite spirit store. Demand at your favorite restaurant or bar. I'm Eric Asher. Don't move. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you have it. That's because you don't.
3: Come on, man. You know that ain't nice.
0: And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker's always hot, 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 causeway at I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard two of inside new orleans eric asher with you until six four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 fm nash icon on your radio dial thanks so much for being there iheart radio app TuneIn radio app our digital platforms nash fm 1061.com and ericasher.com on the world wide web our podcast is everywhere and what that guy said truth will set you free each and every weekday four to six at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Ash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Today's program brought to you by Hendricks of Junior Gin. Get out there and enjoy, again, a, a um, just a fantastic spirit. And Leslie Gracie, the distil- master distiller for Hendricks, uh, as I've mentioned all throughout t- today's program, a scientist by trade. Uh, and Hendrix again just says, "Look, go, go do it." <laughs> you know, she's walking down uh, the the Scottish seashore, and she's seeing these seaside botanicals and these fresh coastal herbs, and she's you know she's picking them, and she brings them back to the to the lab, and you know, in Morga style, right? Comes together and starts putting together, and then she comes up with Hendrix Deptunia Gen, much like again, so, I Midsummer mean, Solstice Lunar. A uh, different flavor profile. Even for Hendrix, it was a different pl- flavor profile when it comes to gin. That's why, again, you make a martini with a gin martini with Hendrix gin. It's just a different flavor, man. Awesome. Notes of coastal freshness, balanced with, again, fresh notes of, of, of citrus, that alluring juniper character lengthened by deep earthly notes of uh, locally seaside uh, botanicals right there from the Scottish seashore. Fresh coastal herbs. That unmistakable crisp finish, is what sets Hendrix, Neptunia, Gin apart from all the others. Limited edition. That means it's only around to March of 2023. Go out there and get yourself some now. Give it as a Christmas or a holiday gift. Especially for that person who, again, is a collector of spirits or enjoys a good spirit. Maybe something a little bit different. It's refreshing. And it can be found, again, at all the major spirits store. Hendrix, Neptunia, Gin. Part of the, the, the incredible portfolio. The award-winning portfolio. Of William Grant, independent family distillers, since 1887. All right, again, congratulations to Tulane. Uh, moving on to the Cotton Bowl, they'll take on USC. Um, again, uh, LSU to the Citrus Bowl, they'll be taking on Purdue. Uh, uh, the final four uh, in the college football Playoffs stands uh, with um, U- Georgia, Michigan, TCU, Ohio State. Uh, those are the top four. And of course, uh, we talked a lot about Tulane and LSU in the first hour. We turn our attention to the New Orleans Saints. They take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight on Monday Night Football. By the way, the Saints uh, have made the NFL made an announcement today. Uh, We didn't know what time the Saints in Atlanta were going to play. Uh, They'll be playing now on uh, on Sunday, the 18th of December. Uh, It's going to be a noon kickoff. Uh, So again, uh, uh, Atlanta Saints noon. Uh, 18th uh, in the Dome. Uh, tonight, uh, Juwan Johnson is out with an injury. Peyton Turner is out with an injury. Uh, P.J. Williams still out. J.T. Gray. Marshawn Lattimore was thought that he was going to play. I didn't think he was. Uh, he, look, you don't want to come back your first game and, and have to have to go up against Mike Evans. And I kept hearing all week, oh, man, he's going to – Mike Evans, you know, does that – no, no. Um, he wants to be 100% for Mike Evans. And I can see why, again, maybe he's not going, not going to be there. But he's not going to be there. That's going to hurt the Saints tonight, not not having him with, again, that incredible receiving core uh, of, of the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. And it comes down to, again, can you put pressure on Brady? And that's, that's what it comes down to. Look, one thing blew me away last week that Dennis Allen said. He said he's still trying to figure out his team. Still trying to figure out who his team is. First of all, you get fired just because of that. Okay, it's week thirteen. You know who your team is. I know who your team is. I know who your team is. You don't know. You're at the facility every day. You have no clue who your team is. I mean, just this has just not worked out, man. And I like Dennis Allen a lot. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. But if you've noticed how the defense has suffered, I mean, look, Dennis Allen was a master of again in-game adjustments when it comes to the defense. His Plan going into a game with again with Peyton being the you know the diabolical scientist on the on on the offensive side putting together his offensive game plan but again equally uh, 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 skilled was was Dennis Allen in terms of putting together for a defensive game plan haven't seen it this year he's had to concentrate on being the head coach he's not making the adjustments like like again the, like he once was it's been a disaster it's been a debacle it needs to change. There needs to be a pressure washing in the organization, no matter what happens. And they could turn this thing around because, it's again, it's not over. But I know what the 22, 2022 version of the Saints look like. Okay, they're talented on paper. They've been injured, but they lack discipline, attention to detail, and they're prone to self-destruction. See, that's the thing. They are prone to self-destruction, which is what what? Bad teams are. They don't seem to be responding to Allen and Peyton's staff, okay? The leftovers, that lauded leadership that we heard again from the captains. I mean, again, that you know, that that that's that that's been a void. Okay, that's fallen on deaf deaf ears. With all that said, they're a game and a half out of first place. Three games in the division. Five games left. Now, like most opponents they faced this season, on paper, Saints should win tonight. That's on paper, but with everything against them. Okay? Okay? They still find a way to self-destruct and not win a game. Can they change that tonight? Can they not self-destruct and win a game? It's the end of the road for the Saints. I mean, you would say that, but it really kind of seems that way, right? If they don't win Monday night at at Tampa tonight. Nine Nine losses, they're overdone. They're not done, they're overdone. But then that defense, man. Defense is really starting to play well. You can see it. They're getting a little healthier. They're playing much better. They got the Bucks number, man. You Again, they get interior pressure on Tom Brady. He, again, becomes a different quarterback. And the Saints put the recipe out there on how you beat Tom Brady. Got to be disruptive. You got to stop the run. That's another thing. You know, Fournette has really not played well lately, but but you've got to stop the run. The Saints, again, stopped the run a little bit better, but that has been their Achilles heel this year. The biggest surprise of everything we've seen on the defense, the inability to stop the run. Offensively, I mean, who knows what we're going to get. I mean, I I, I can't tell you, okay? We're going to get a more disciplined offense that doesn't self-destruct with penalties and turnovers. Let's start there. I mean, again, you can talk about not being able to score in the red zone. You can talk about, again, the possibility of, you know, again, maybe Dalton looking, you know, having a great game and, you know, Alave and, you know, maybe Camaro. though I said it, I said it earlier, right? You know, Devin White, Camaro that matchup. That, that's, you know, give, give the credit to, to Devin White. He's won most of those matchups. This, this team is self-destructed all season long, so why should I think they're not going to self-destruct tonight? On national TV with your back against the wall. I'd love to say, hey, Saints are going to beat Tampa tonight. I, I, and my maybe the fan in me, maybe the maybe again the, the 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 kid that you know in 1966 when this team was awarded to the to the to the city went berserk, and you know and you know when my mom bought the the the, the full Saints uniform from Maison Blanche, and I wouldn't take that sucker off for like weeks, and wouldn't the wouldn't want to no no don't wash it can't wash it you know those you don't know no and just I mean lived and died with every Saints game my entire lifetime. I've seen this movie. I know what this movie is. It's an undisciplined team that is on paper, should be a playoff team, but playoffs, come on. Mike Fazan said something on Friday that I thought was pure genius. Yeah, it'd be nice to be able to kind of make a run here and maybe get a chance to go to the playoffs. But you get a first place schedule next year. You get a first place schedule with a team that's going to be trying to rebuild. That maybe getting a new coach, hopefully, but probably not. Do you want a first place schedule next year? I don't. Not trying to be able to trying to be re- to to rebuild with this team. But with that said, I can't pull against them. I mean, I'm going to be in front of that TV tonight. Yes, I'm going to be analyzing the game. But I'm again, my heart's going to be saying, uh, "Go Saints, go!" Right? Saints have been there. The, the the problem with the Saints is. It's not been the opponent this year. The Saints have been their own worst enemy. Hard for me to pick this team. It just is what it is. Uh, We'll see tonight if this, again, what Saints team will show up. They've had Tampa's number, man. They know how to beat Tampa. Question is, again, will they self-destruct? Just a couple notes here. New Orleans Bowl, uh, Western Kentucky is going to take on South Alabama. Uh, That is December the 21st at 8 p.m. The Sugar Bowl now has Alabama uh, they are fifth-ranked at 10-2, taking on Kansas State. 10-3, by the way, Tulane beating Kansas State. That's New Year's Eve morning at 11 a.m. Who scheduled? TV schedules that. That has traditionally been a night game in New Orleans for a reason, okay? 11 a.m.? Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Some really good news, though. Let's talk about the Pels, okay? 15-8, and eight, second in the West at one game behind Phoenix. They lead the Southwest Division, with uh, again, by one game over Memphis. Um, I want to go back to San Antonio first, the game against San Antonio. It, 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 it's Zion Williamson, okay, coming into his own. First of all, you can see the vision for him with this team right now, okay? And it's better than it was last time we saw him as, quote, unquote, Point Zion. He handling the ball more, but he's understanding this team, again, that teams are starting to build a wall, okay, to try to stop him from penetrating. So in the past he would just put his head down and penetrate, right? No, he's penetrating now with the intent to distribute. Look, he's going to score, but he's not forcing shots. That's a beautiful thing. You know what else is beautiful? To see Zion at that free throw line knocking down free throws. Because you know he's going to get physically beat up and when you're getting beat up and you're getting fouled you got to go to the line you got to make him pay. He's knocking free throws down. You can see, again, that he feels confident to line now. He's very active on the boards. Okay? You can see he's also learning how to defend. He was a horrible defender. He is learning how to defend. Off the ball defense, on the ball defense. He's given the effort. Okay. I mean, when you look at defense, I've always said it's about want to. You're going to give the effort. With his athleticism. He could be special as a defender, uh, but you're seeing again with his blocks. He's blocking. How many blocks has he had in the last few games? Right? I mean, he's doing all. He's handling the ball. Uh, again, he's stripping the basketball. He's scoring. He's hitting his free throws. He's rebounding. He's playing defense. I mean, you can't ask for more. Okay. He's been resilient in, in the way that he's played and gotten it done over the last few games. Could have had a triple double against um, against San Antonio. Again, if if again if, if those open shots would have been knocked down by shooters. Uh, but, again, it didn't happen. Give a lot of credit to Valanchunas, who was 21-11 against um, against San Antonio. He dominated with another double-double. The combination of Zion and Valanchunas inside has been unstoppable. And then Dyson Daniels. I thought, what, precocious, right? Continues to improve. Got his first start against San Antonio. Looked great. Uh C.J. Was, is still coming back from that COVID uh, illness. Again, he, was, he struggled a bit, but then there's Najee, Najee coming in. Physical spark off the bench. Offensively aggressive. His motor on the defensive end doesn't stop going through the glass. I mean, I talked about it when Josh Hart got, got traded, right? Hart and soul of the team that Najee needed to step up. He needed to be the poor man's Josh Hart. He has done that since day one. He doesn't have to score to be effective. By the way, they beat San Antonio one 7, to ninety nine on Friday night. No Brandon Ingram, no Herb Jones. The bench scoring and uh, against Denver on 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 Sunday was something to behold. Outscored, outscored your starters sixty one to fifty nine. The spark on Sunday night, Jose Alvarado. <laughs> From the time he checked in, he was their force. Unselfish was what we saw. Let me tell you right now: when this team is unselfish, when there's ball movement and there's defensive activity, uh, activity, when they play with those attributes, they're tough to beat. And we're seeing that consistently night after night now. Guys giving up good shots for great shots, passing the basketball. Even when they look like they're getting into one on one, like with Zion, when he he'll take the ball and go down go, try and start to go downhill, making the pass, making the extra pass. That extra pass is a beautiful thing. That's beautiful basketball. That's when this team is at its best. But then again, defending, defending the entire the, the entire court, defending half court, and of course, in a lot of cases, turning again that that that, that good defense into a miss shot, which turns into a run, easy baskets. Uh, that run the first half by Alvarado, which sparks the Pels was something to watch, and then of course the third quarter back-to-back dunks by Trey Murphy, first one with a two-handed slam, okay. And then coming back with again a one-handed slam. The kid is the kid has matured so well over the last year. Was just a, 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 a an outside shooter. Now he's a defender and is a guy that's willing to go to the basket and mix it up, rebounding but also scoring around the basket. I mean, there was a, a, a there was a great defensive stand right there where they were sharing the basketball. They were playing good defense. Hernan Gomez had to come in because of foul trouble. He played physical. He rebounded. I mean, he made the Joker work for everything with three fouls. It was really something to watch last night against Denver. Then again, just a, there was a moment in time, a snapshot that just took me back to my childhood, sitting in the dome watching Maravich play. CJ gets the ball, he goes around the back dribble, he scoops a pass to Trey, He went in for the dunk. Okay. Uh I thought I was watching I thought I was watching Maravich, okay? Um uh, so, you know, again. Just, just uh, amazing. Okay, and then speaking of the pistol, Jose Alvarado doing his his best impression of Pistol Pete from from deep from three. I mean, he was magical around the rim. Thirty eight points last night, career high. Twelve for nineteen from the field, eight for eleven, and he was deep on those threes. Three for six uh, again for the free throw line. It was a career high for him. It was the most bench points off the bench. Uh, in franchise history, it's the most uh, points by an undrafted player, according to uh, David Wesley last night in franchise history. And then, of course, to hear the Smoothie King Center um, serenading Jose. Jose, 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 Jose. I mean, just amazing last night. The vibe in the Smoothie King Center was incredible. As, again, the Pelicans, who have had so many problems with the Nuggets over the last few years, 121-106. They were winners. They won nine of their last 11. By the way, did it once again without Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones. The depth of this team. I told you before, I said it when the season started. They'll be a top-four team in the West. They're going to win the Southwest Division. That they got a deep bench, uh, and the starters again now have come together. they got Detroit this week uh, on Wednesday. And then a, a quirk in the schedule. It's just weird the way the NBA schedules are now. Back-to-back against Phoenix. One on Friday night, one on Sunday night in the Smoothie King Center. Then they hit the road. They go, they go back-to-back against Utah, in Utah, okay? Uh, one day in between, and then they finish up against Phoenix. Uh, December the 7th through the 17th, uh, that's, that's this little run here. They'll be playing Phoenix three times and Utah twice. Phoenix leading the West by one game right now uh, over, over the Pels. And um, let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they will be leading the entire Western Conference if they come back with wins uh, over these next ten days. They're playing Phoenix three times, Utah twice. They got Detroit. Um, this is a this is a this is a nice little stretch for the um, for for the Pels, Uh who are playing great basketball by the way. It's so fun to watch. I mean, I just can't tell you to see a team that shares the basketball, plays defense, doesn't settle for the three point shot, doesn't start you know, it's not in a bunch of iso ball. I mean, this is basketball, man. That's really this fun basketball to watch, and and people are taking notice in this city, and it's good to see the crowds going out at the Smoothie King Center. One last thing before we get out of here and and get to um, our good friend Larry Holder. Um, I just I, I can't help it. I got got to talk about it it's just for a minute, okay? Just for a minute. Just give me a minute here. Who didn't know Latoya Cantrell was going to spend her trip to France? Okay, to why French President uh, uh, Macron uh, visited New Orleans. I mean, first of all, the visit was not reciprocal, right? had nothing to do with, again, her going to the Riviera, the French Riviera, on a tax-paid luxurious luxurious, uh, vacation. She had the nerve to sit down and talk to a reporter. I think it was Channel six. She did a one on one when she talked about well that 's the reason why I go on these trips. you know so I go to these trips to open up the avenues to allow these to get these uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the top people in i 'm I'm paraphrasing here uh, the top leaders to be able to come back to New Orleans. Well, first of all, nobody knew the French president was coming to New Orleans. He went to go visit Biden in the White House. he decided he wanted to come to New Orleans. Uh, yes, he did a a, a, a a walk around the French Quarter. It was great. Last one was in 1976. Before that, it was De Gaulle back in the day, right? I remember when the French president came in 1976. It was a huge deal here here in New Orleans. This was not as big of a deal as it was then, but still, it was a big deal. It was kind of embarrassing when you got to show him a pothole. That was one picture of that. But again, he came to meet with John Bell Edwards, not with Latoya Cantrell. And then to see Latoya Cantrell and Mitch Landrieu trying to jockey uh, for again uh, for for a photo op with the guy was was again just embarrassing, okay, absolutely embarrassing. Uh, but for her to be able to with a straight face look in the camera and to be able to tell again the people of this city that the reason why the French president visited New Orleans because she went to the French Riviera first of all it was a bull faced lie, and 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 who's buying that BS, okay? I certainly hope that, again, most educated people in this city are not buying it. It had nothing to do with it. Zero to do with it. Zero. I'm just hoping she didn't embarrass us along the way. All right, don't forget about my um, my good friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory & Airline, and Metairie. Uh, I don't care where you live. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You're looking for the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. You can find that over at uh, Southern Tire, Hickory & Airline, and Metairie. Uh, the piazza family again has tires for everyone's budget and then of course you can even go to southern tire right now choose your tires pay for them and then you know I'll be, uh, reserve them and then of course they'll they'll have them ready to be able to uh, to install on your vehicle uh when when when, uh, when you have the appointed time also don't forget also about uh ase certified technicians same uh technicians you get at the dealership with, of course, again, the same diagnostic equipment you get the dealership without the dealership sticker shock prices. you got the Piazza family standing behind their work. Tony Sr., Tony Jr., again, uh, still in, in, in the mechanic shop. Uh, Tony's uh, daughter, Jen, is, is in the front office. His, his, his wife is there. I mean, truly a family-owned and operated business. Uh, they've been around since 1972. You're not staying around in this city since 1972 in the automotive industry, repairing vehicles and putting tires on vehicles, if you're not taking care of your customers. The Piazza family will take care of you. 504 737 1558 is the phone number. You can go to uh, Southern Tire, is open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. SouthernTire.com is the website, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. We'll be right back. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. It's pro time because at Lowe's, it's Provember. Over 30 days to save big. Full of more inventory, more Lowe's MVPs, bonus points, and more of the deals you deserve. Because it always pays to be a pro at Lowe's. Save all Provember long.
2: Look out for an accident that's blocking three lanes on 10 westbound just before Causeway. And delays are going to be solid 10 westbound for more lanes to just before Bonneville. Also look out for delays heavy on the 610 on the westbound side from broad to the 10610 merge. Also look out for delays 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also in the meantime, look out for delays solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City connection with backups from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays solid if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Delays pick back up along the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for accidents Elysian Fields at St. Claude, also North Claiborne at Tupelo. Also look out for an accident Lakeshore Drive at Frank Avenue. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brenner Traffic Center.
3: On the East Bank and West Bank from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling
0: handled. Hi, this is Eric Gasher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So save by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. It's all American Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long workday, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family.
3: Just one pill each morning and no heartburn all day. My holiday hero. Cheers.
1: Prilosec OTC. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief.
0: Today's program brought to you by Henry's and Tunia Gin. Get out there and get Henry's and Tunia Gin while you can. It is a limited edition spirit. Uh, there will only be around to March of 2023. It's part of the portfolio of William Grant, part of the portfolio of, of Hendrick's Gin, that super premium gin category. Uh, again, just a fantastic spirit. If you've got a collector of spirits, if you know someone that enjoys a fine spirit, uh, it would be a great uh, gift for them uh, during the upcoming Christmas or holiday season. Again, it's at your favorite spirit store. If it's not at your favorite restaurant or bar, demand it. Only got a few months left. When they're gone, it's gone. When it's over, it's over. Much like Midsummer Solstice and Lunar, uh, taking the uh, super premium gin category by storm, uh, Henry Steptunia Gin uh, gets some today. Hey, just don't forget about my friends over at Suburban Roofing Inside. My good friend Marty Scoggins. Uh, been around 20 years re-roofing in South Louisiana. Uh, member of the Better Business Bureau. Go check them out. Again, um, uh, great A rating there. Also, again, fully licensed, insured, uh, and, and, of course, locally owned and operated, which means a lot. Uh, One of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by Shingle Manufacturers. That allows the customer to be able to qualify for the manufacturer's uh, extended warranty program. And then, of course, it's the skilled crews that Marty has uh, that work under him, that have been with him in some cases for almost two decades. Uh, They are experts in all types of roofs and will even hand nail your roof for you. It is a lost art in roofing. Believe me, I know what I'm talking about. A lot of roofers want to get in, hit you with a hydraulic gun, bang, 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 pop, 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 and move on to the next job. No, the attention to detail. I'll tell you about what Marty did for, for me. Not just again speaking to my um, adjuster, the third adjuster, and again, uh, again, uh, talking him into into buying the entire roof because again it was necessary after the damage from Ida, but also put on the most wind-resistant shingle on the market on my on my home. So again, God forbid if we have the next storm, my roof's going to hold up. Uh, I mean, I can't say enough about Marty Scoggins Suburban Roofing. Don't sign that contract with any other company until you you call Suburban. And if you're still having problems with your insurance company, have Marty come out and check out your roof. That's 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. That's Suburban Roofing and Siding, uh, re-roofing Louisiana for the last 20 years. Finally, again, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, Let me just say it again. doesn't matter when it is. Seven uh, seven days a week, night, day, it doesn't matter. They'll be there. Uh, They'll get it fixed no matter what make or model. Call Burkhardt any The phone is answered 24-7 by a Burkhardt employee who will dispatch a Burkhardt uh, uh, NAIT-certified te- technician and a Burkhardt truck out to your home or business. Uh, Burkhardt, again, will get there quickly. Uh, in, in an emergency, do the job right. Leave your home or business spotless. Burkhardt takes your comfort seriously. That means, again, keeping the product on hand. When your system breaks, there's a replacement ready for you right away. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, I've trusted him for the last 30 years. You can as well. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, joining us in the program now, he does it each and every week, Larry Holder of The Athletic. Speaking of, again, a great stocking stuffer, um, I would, again, I've said it all along, I'll say it again. Uh, The Athletic, not just, again, the local writers that are here that do a great job covering local sports, international sports national sports I don't care what it is whatever your favorite sport is they got you covered some of the greatest writers in all in all of again um, uh, sports are writing for the athletic uh, it's easy uh, an app right on your phone on your tablet on your uh, on your computer and of course everything is right there for you it's inexpensive and of course uh, if you're going to do it uh, make sure you take care of the hometown uh, team um, if you're gonna gonna give out a gifts, a gift of, of the athletic for uh, the upcoming Christmas holiday or the holiday season. Make sure you do it on the Larry Holder's byline. So he gets credit for it. Larry Holder joins on the program each and every week. Larry, how are you, bud? I am good. Eric, uh,
1: ripe off of, uh, uh, being, uh, part of the, uh, the Yulman, uh, stadium storming the field crowd, which is, uh, definitely something, uh, I've never seen before. <laughs> right At Yulman stadium on Saturday night. Uh, I was able to uh get uh come off the NFL uh desk for a minute and experience that and uh yeah definitely uh one for from for from the memory books for in the history of New Orleans sports uh, no doubt about that.
0: Now Larry I'm, I'm older than you so again I saw that in in 1973 uh Tulane beat LSU 14 nothing and I was telling the, the audience in the first hour about the vibe. I mean, I was in the stands for when LSU lobbed, uh, beat Tulane 9-3 to in 72. In 73, LSU wins 14 nothing. It was a quirk in the, in the schedule where LSU had to come to Tulane Stadium, the old Tulane Stadium, twice in, a, twice in a row, two years in a row. And, of course, that was Steve Foley and Mark Gallivari and Charles Hall. I mean, that was the, the, one of the great years uh, of, of Tulane football. And of course, they beat LSU for the first time in 25 years, and it was the same type of vibe, rushing the stadium. Uh, you know, again, it was my first time on the turf at Tulane. Uh, you know, uh, during that time, and uh, I, I was almost nostalgic watching the student section filled. Uh, the vibe at the Yeoman on 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 um, uh, on Saturday uh, when when the uh, for the championship game and ultimately beating again Central Florida for the championship. Uh, it, it was, I mean, it was something that. We haven't, even in 1998, again, I don't think we saw that type of enthusiasm that we saw from the student section. Of course, it was in the Cavernous Dome back then, uh, but again, it was really something to watch at Yeoman on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and you mentioned the student
0: section, and I've been to so many games
1: where the student section, sure Tulane has been playing well and what, going to bowls, this, that, and the other, and uh, the student section was still barren and this thing was overflowing and it was such a great sight to see uh, just the campus uh, you know the the kids who go to school there embrace the team and I think that is probably what I feel like the team the players Willie Fritz and his staff uh, that they probably relished the most in that moment that they actually had full house crash the stadium, crash the field in such joy. And it, it was just something that it's not every game is going to be like that. I mean, I, I get it. Maybe, maybe it'll be close to that come next season. Two, I'm, Cause I'm sure Tulane's going to still have high expectations going into next year. Uh, but I'm not sure the next time we'll see something like that or even feel that type of atmosphere. Cause you know, look, it's hard to host the championship game. I mean, you got to win the regular season title to just do that. And so just – look. I think people would have been thrilled that Tulane just even made the championship game and played it somewhere else. But they got it at home. They got the uh, the best atmosphere they could possibly imagine. And the team really rallied, responded. Yes. It was uh, – even though the game was getting tight at some point, uh, but it, look, every time that, that the offense needed to respond, they did. And it was really something to where – you see the support and yet you see how the team played and man you, you think right, this two A team they can go to the cotton bowl and they can really beat usc i mean that mm-hmm. it, it would it would not be some massive upset i know they're they're just a small underdog in that game
0: no actually they're a one point favorite now Caesars uh, has a one point favorite they went from two and a half point underdogs within within 48 hours they're one point favorite now so the vegas knows well, i'm something. glad you
1: told me that yeah yeah exactly so, so that's the thing i mean they can go in there and be i mean that's and to me, and it's funny, because I keep uh, I, I keep thinking about, all right, you're going to compare teams in history for Tulane, and when I think people from that 98 team are not going to like what I'm going to have to say here, but if they beat USC, this is the best Tulane team in the history. It just is, yeah. given the quality of opponents, uh, mm-hmm. what bowl they won. I don't know if they'll be ranked higher than that 98 team, but... Uh, given who they had to play, what conference they're in, out of conference play, uh, you know, teams. Because look, two, that Tulane team in '98 didn't even play a ranked opponent. I mean, by the end, uh, you know, Tulane will have beaten the the, the Big 12 champion. Uh, they will have beaten uh, USC, and they will have beaten three other in three other games with ranked teams. So, yes. uh, that, to me, if they win that game, best team in Tulane history.
0: I want to go back to something you said about about the, the, the students rallying behind this team and, and and showing up? I'm hoping this is a precursor to them showing up for everything, for all sports, for basketball with uh, with Ron Hunter uh, again, with with the baseball team again, even the women's team. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that you know that that that, that the, the students who again have have traditionally not been again big, quote, and I'm doing air quotes here, sports fans that they realize, again, what they mean to these to these athletes when they show up. Most of these two lane football players have been playing for before, before an empty stadium most of their career. For them to see, again, full stadium now, I mean, that, that, that's something that, that now the expectations are higher. Same thing has to be, again, for the basketball and football teams across the board. And then also, again, the commitment of the administration and the alumni to athletics. It has to be, it has to grow, it has to be more of a commitment.
2: Right,
1: and... We all know that football drives the vast majority of uh support at universities outside of let's see i'll just I'll just throw out like Duke and gonzaga <laughs> you know yes, okay, they're basketball schools, but every right. so many other schools you know they're primarily mm-hmm. uh, they're driver's football, and I think that if they see the football team doing well, I also think that it would it it helps. It really helps in recruiting of other sports. It helps, you know, drive interest sure. in athletics. You know, I, I get Tulane ba- baseball. One time was a power, and that's kind of fallen off. Uh, but it's not like football was. You know, outside of a blip here or there. But look, it, it, the fact that he, look they committed to Willie Fritz, and Willie Fritz is committed to them. I mean, like I I wrote a column after the game. I mean, you know, they, their motto is like, "Hey, let's go one and zero every week." Well, guess what? They went two and zero because retaining Willie Fritz. It's a program favor for them. Uh, and I don't think no, it's any, no one can yeah, deny that, and um, I think that they're going because Willie's going to stay. They're going to be able to recruit even better. Uh, they're still going to have a very good team coming back next year. And this publicity—look, you can go to Tulane and you can get into uh, a New Year Six Bowl. Uh, mm-hmm. You can go to Tulane and be in the American. And the Americans going to lose some teams. And guess what? Tulane is going to be a big driver in that no conference. Doubt. And guess what? In 2024, 12 teams go to the college football playoffs. Tulane would right. make the college football playoff if mm-hmm. it was the way it is right now. Uh, they Agreed. would be in it for a national championship. So I think all of that uh, should – I feel like you're right. It should have to carry over uh, to that. But you're right. I think this can't be a blip on the radar in terms of mm-hmm. support outside of students. If like you need – I'm sure that Tulane that would like to have some sort of indoor facility somehow, some way. Yep. I don't know whether gotcha. they're going to put it on campus and not have to borrow the Saints mm-hmm. in a pinch. So I think that's something that I'm sure uh, is going to be pushed.
0: It, it, they need better facilities because, again, it's an arms race in terms of facilities, and you're dealing with now kids that are free agents every single year at the end of the year. And if you got a kid that's playing well, you know, and the, the SEC comes a calling, that again, with all the amenities they have, or again, it's hard to walk away from. So again, this is—they this is, have to do that and make the commitment to athletics, and it's going to pay dividends for Tulane. It's been proven this year by again what's happened with this team. Uh, so, um, and then also the retention of, of Willie Fritz. Look, I did a deep dive last week in, into Georgia Tech's budget, uh, Tulane's budget, what they're paying their coaches, what, what they pay, for, what they spend on their athletic programs, what they spend on their football program. Uh, again, they, when, when I was growing up. Tulane and Georgia Tech were both independents. They were on the same level. So, Again, now again, uh, Georgia Tech's in a Power Five conference. Tulane wasn't even looked at as a Power Five participant this this time around when it came to to expansion of the of the conferences. If Tulane makes the commitment athletic to the athletic department like they should, the next time conferences are realignment, they will be in the mix to get into a Power Five conference.
1: Well, there's no doubt they would be in more in the mix. I mean, the fact that they've become competitive in football. I mean, I think this season would help that, but still they can actually stay in the American and make the college football playoff. I mean, that's that's actually the thing. I, the, the conference, look, they're going to lose teams, and I get it because the American is, is more highly thought of than any other conference outside of the Power Five and arguably, you could say it's better than the ACC <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, you could probably argue make an argument for Maybe the Pac 12. Uh, you know, look, I know they got some teams, but look, the American, uh, the next year is still a big right. conference. And so, uh, but that's the thing. It's going to kind of dwindle a little bit. And so, yeah, but yeah, I think that they still have to make themselves attractive uh, if that were to happen. Uh, I don't know when that's going to happen or if that, because we're going to be seeing so much movement soon. But still, the, the moral of the story is there definitely needs to be a commitment given that uh, Willie Fritz has vowed to stay, and obviously he's staying, and Mm -hmm. that you've seen success. And, look, Tulane has actually become – I think they've done a really good job in being that uh, transfer portal spot for for players that aren't super happy with where they are, and they've been able to succeed in that. And uh, I think they need to continue to do that. Uh, Especially the New Orleans yeah, but and but but also you're right. Like, you can't have and, – and it's not like Michael Pratt's leaving. I mean, he's, he's got right. it good here. But uh, say if this thing would have kind of floundered, he probably would have left. And you've got to yeah. be able to retain those guys uh, mm-hmm. from, from having to leave and go somewhere
0: else. I'm with you. When Willie Fitz goes to Georgia Tech, Pratt's probably going with him.
1: Oh, there's zero yeah. doubt about that in my mind. Yeah, I don't think there's any yeah. question. It would have been a – any all of your good players would have left. And, and, and followed, or going somewhere else,
0: going somewhere. What right.
1: happened? I mean, look at today. Look at the news. It's, it's, the transfer portal is like it's like free agency. It's like chaos right. starting today.
0: Starting today. That's what I'm saying. You have to re-recruit your players every single year. So you need the amenities. You need to be able again to be able to compete with the with, with the big boys. And at the end of the day, you need to put a winning program on the field. And Willie Fritz has done that. The same could be said for your alma mater, and and and, and LSU. What Brian Kelly was able to do with a foundation of the year this year. Look, I know they got blown out by Georgia. Uh, they still won the SEC West. They still made it to the SEC Championship. This is going to build dividends to, uh, down down the line here. Talk about the Tigers.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we all know that LSU exceeded expectations. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Sure, there's some disappointment. what they lost? They 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 looked bad against a And M, uh, and you wouldn't have expected that given how they've been playing the whole season. Georgia was going to be an uphill climb, even if they beat A&M. So I get it. Uh, but still, this is definitely something where Brian Kelly can say, look, we came in and, and really turned this thing around quick with a bunch of players that I didn't really know in a first year system. And this thing can only get better. And so I think that this is something that, uh, like, I expect them to go in and beat Purdue, uh, you know, and, and it's, I think it it might actually kind of take some shine off of them if they go and lose to Purdue because they should beat them. And so that I think that's a game that they feel like that they need to win. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that LSU is going to have this big kind of flux of players wanting to fit out that game like we've seen kind of yeah. in the past because, uh, you know, it's not like they have a ton of guys that are going to be uh, big-time draft eligibility approach. maybe, right. uh, uh, you know. Uh, Keishawn Booty, but look, he's right. he's been erratic this year anyway. So it's not <laughs> like that they have this this glut of talent. But they need to kind of uh, rebuild some of that. But still, I think definitely that uh, no no doubt that the program is in good hands. I think people were yep. worried about that, and I think there's yep. zero doubt. And we know they're going to make some te- changes. Obviously, special teams coach, you got to get a new philosophy. That was a, that was a dumpster fire. They yep. they they won a bunch of games despite that, uh, and yet it's something that. There's no doubt that program is in better hands than what we thought of a year ago from today, uh, given how how quickly that thing just evaporated under under uh, Ed Ogeron.
0: I agree. I only got two and a half minutes left. Your thoughts on tonight, Buck Saints?
1: It's uh, do or die tonight. I mean, if the Saints lose this, where do they go? Two and a half games back, and you're, mm-hmm. you lose a tiebreaker to, to Tampa. Uh, it's it's do or die. And you and me, <laughs> I just go back to last week. We didn't even talk yeah, about the team. Right. We talked about Sean Payton's future. And, oh, yeah. by the way, the Chargers lost <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to the Raiders, putting the right. hot seat under Brandon Staley. So you, I know you and me are going to be watching that. Oh, uh, absolutely. As opposed to the team. But still, it's, uh, um, like again, do or die. I mean, if they want to actually be relevant, in the NFC South race, which is a total dumpster in of, of itself gotta win if not it's over uh yeah. and they got they, they can't they're not going to be able to make up the ground so uh, i'm uh, I'm curious to see if if they're motivated enough to even mm-hmm. kind of go after this because I mean look if Tampa wins they're in the driver's seat they actually yeah. have
0: some motivation
1: to kind of climb back into this
0: yeah especially if like Tampa's got two tough games coming up they could, they could they could be right back in this thing there's no doubt. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see again if they have the motivation to get it done because they've self destructed all season long. That's been the issue. They have they self destructed all season long. Larry, with the time we have left, tell us about what you got coming up for us on the athletic. How folks can subscribe, uh, and of course, how they can follow you on social media.
1: Yep, at Larry Holder on Twitter. Of course, uh, uh, you can go to theathletic.com dot com slash nfl since uh, I'm uh, primarily primarily doing the NFL. Uh, uh, but also, um, I can uh, give a little disclaimer uh, right here that I uh, I will be going to the Cotton Bowl with Tulane, so uh, we will be having some of that coverage here. Uh, we'll be covering USC side, and I'll be covering Tulane side. So that will be coming up, uh, of course, in a, in a couple of weeks. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, theathletic.com dot com slash NFL. Like you said, uh, just go uh, anything that I'm writing. Like tomorrow, I'm going to have my outlook on uh, on the NFL MVP race. A certain uh, Former LSU Tiger is climbing in the race.
0: Yeah. Just a heads
1: up. Uh, so you can go check all that out, slash uh, NFL or at Larry Holder on Twitter.
0: Thanks so much for your time each and every week, my friend. Appreciate it. Uh, and we'll talk again next week. You got it, E. Good talking to you, buddy. There he goes, Larry Holder, The Athletic. Hey, do you know Burkhart? Trust is everything. You know, again, they started with one truck. Now they're up to 10,000 customers. The reason why? Referrals. Okay, that's how they've grown their business. Yeah, look, they, they have me as one of their spokesmen. They have another individual that's one of their spokesmen. Long before they were doing commercials on radio, it was just referrals. And I knew John back then, right? And, again, they treat their customers like they would as a family member. And it, it's not a cliche. Again, once, again, you're part of, that, uh, of, of their um, – the, once you call Burkhart, you're part of the family. They're going to take care of you. If you're looking for a better experience from your generator your air conditioning company, maybe you get a big quote from somebody else, you want a second opinion, let Burkhardt come out and earn your trust. They'll treat you right. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, doesn't matter where you live, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, Nate certified technicians, but truly a family-owned and operated business. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Henrik Step Jr. Gin. That's right, Henry's Deptunia Gin, only on the shelves until March of 2023. Go find out what so many have found out in the Super Premium Gin category. Uh, Who stands alone? It is Henry's Deptunia Gin. Uh, Different flavor profile than any other gin you've ever tasted. It's a -a one-of-a-kind gin uh, that, again, is a collector's item. Uh, For those that, again, love a true uh, great spirit or collecting spirits, are you only have until March of 2023 to get Hendrick's Neptunia Gin. It's on your, on your favorite spirit store shelves now. Reach for a Hendrick's Gin. Reach for a William Grant product. We'll be right back. Come and get it. In just two minutes, an Oral-B electric toothbrush can change your mind about what a toothbrush can do. In just two minutes a day, its dentist-inspired round brush head cleans 100% better than a regular brush. And in less time than the average commercial break, you can get that purifying, clean feeling like you just left the dentist. Not bad for just a couple of minutes. Oral-B. Brush like a pro.
2: Come and get it. Dell's Days of Deals start now with fresh, limited-quantity deals each day on tech to power every passion. Save on select XPS laptops and Alienware PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget, special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories. Plus, free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for Days of Deals savings. That's (music) 877-ASK-DELL. Come on down to the Silver
0: Slipper. Hi, this is John from the Silver Slipper Casino here with some very good news. You know, this inflation problem just won't go away, so we're doing what we can to help. Now, every Monday night through Thursday night, you can have dinner in our award-winning Jubilee Buffet for just half price. It's our way of saying thanks for being such a loyal guest over the years, and we know you could use a break from the high prices of everything these days. We're on the beach here in Hancock County, Silver Slipper Casino. We are proud to be your host on the coast. Have a good time at the Silver Slipper. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Larry Holder for joining us in the program. I want to thank all of you that listen. Moving on the airwaves on 106.1 FM, also, again, on our digital platforms uh, and on our, uh, our podcast as well. Thank you so much for tuning into the program. To all of our sponsors, we thank each and every one of them. Henry Zetunia Jen, our title sponsor, on a Monday. Remember, if you ch- want to check out our sponsors, go to EricHash.com for a slide to the sponsor. Sponsor our program. Thanks to Rudy Beckett Studio Producing. Thanks uh, to Larry Holder for joining us with the program. Coming up next, Ken Trahan with All Access. My name is Eric Cash. I have a wonderful evening. Go Saints! See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catch to the gubnam. That includes the man. They all got to go.